I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Mew. Mew is the original playground rumor, the mysterious secret Pokemon. In the original games, Mew's existence was only hinted at as a part of Mewtwo's backstory. Still, this confirmed a 151st Pokemon, and for kids who had been brainwashed to believe they'd gotta catch them all, this was enough to drive them to mania. Hacking, cheating, and glitching the game showed that Mew was in the code. But how were players supposed to find it? Did we have to complete the Pokedex? Beat the Elite Four 100 times? Raise every Pokémon to level 100? Have you seen that truck hidden near the SSN? It has to be there for a reason, right? Right? Mew must be under there. Strength can't move it. Maybe my whole team needs to be level 100, and I need to use strengths with all of them at once. Maybe the truck's keys are hidden somewhere. Maybe I need to get a driving license in real life and use the code. Mew is a cute pink little pure psychic type Pokemon. It has somewhat feline features, perhaps explaining the name Mew as a reference to the sound kittens make. The way it floats in the air in a curled position, and with that long tail and the mild pink coloration, it somewhat resembles a fetus. Perhaps Mew is actually named after Mutation. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl's Pokedex said, Because it can use all kinds of moves, many scientists believe Mew to be the ancestor of Pokemon. I often find myself overcome by a strange feeling of kinship with another life form. Be that something as similar as a gorilla, or as different as a bug or a plant. When I look at it and think that somewhere, in the distant primordial past, we shared a common ancestor. For as long as scientists have been talking about evolution, they have been puzzled by the seeming connection between the development of entire species over millions of years and the development of individuals in the womb. Certainly older developments, like the backbone, do seem to appear in an embryo's development first. It's all very puzzling, but between Mew's place as an ancestor to all Pokémon, and its connection to Mewtwo, the newborn clone, a certain fetal element to the design makes sense. There's an excellent article on the subject at Bulbapedia, on the origin of species Mew. Just like the answers to these questions in the real world, Mew is elusive and rare. Red and Blue's deck said, So rare that it is still said to be a mirage by many experts. Only a few people have seen it worldwide. Stadium says, A mythical Pokémon of South America, which had been thought extinct. A growing number of people have seen it recently. Pokemon Gold explained this by saying, Apparently, it appears only to those people who are pure of heart and have a strong desire to see it. This has been reflected in many adaptations. The very first issue of the Pokemon Adventures manga sees Red and Team Rocket pursuing a Mew, which of course they will never catch. Pokemon Snap's ultimate goal is simply to have an opportunity to take a photo of Mew before it flies away. Go, the new protagonist in the Pokemon anime, was obsessed early on with catching Mew as his first Pokemon, even to the point of rejecting poor Scorbunny. Of course, 
Mew is most famous for the first Pokemon movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. In this film, it is so rare that the scientists creating Mewtwo are only able to acquire a single fossilized hair. Mew does of course eventually appear and do battle with Mewtwo. In scenes so epic to preteen Luke, he watched the videotape over and over again. This was referenced again in Mewtwo's appearance in the Detective Pikachu movie, in which people are obsessed with the power of the ancient Mew. This air of mystery and grace gained Mew a particularly impressive fan. Bill Nye is on record as saying Mew is his favorite Pokemon. Although it has never been legal in an official competition, Mew has seen a decent amount of use in multiplayer battling. Nice even stats of 100 across the board, along with an ability to learn every TM, HM or Tutor move, make it an unpredictable proposition. Even when an opponent definitely has a Mew, how it will be used remains a mystery. So just how did Mew end up in the game? We have Shigeki Morimoto to thank for that. A programmer on the original Game Boy games, he noticed very late in development that there was room in the code for one more Pokemon to sneak in there. He added Mew at the last minute, and when the game released, Nintendo had no idea Game Freak had added Mew. The team imagined Mew would be their little secret until they saw a nice opportunity to release it. Unbeknownst to them, glitches did allow certain players to see it, and rumors began to spread like wildfire. This was the playground, water cooler, internet forum kind of buzz, which games like Monster Hunter and Dark Souls are deliberately designed to replicate. Game Freak reacted to the fan demand with a competition to win Mew for 20 lucky contestants. They received 78,000 entries, and Pokemania began in earnest. Nintendo credit this moment as what really kickstarted the franchise. Of course, players can obtain Mew through a Game Shark, or by exploiting a glitch when teleporting away from a trainer before they pop in from off screen, but those Mews don't count. Legit Mews, however, have had a series of interesting releases. Initially, Mew could only be obtained by attending special events at which Nintendo would load Mew onto players' cartridges. In the fourth gen, a new opportunity arose. By transferring 1,000 Pokémon to My Pokémon Ranch on Wii, players could earn a Mew. My friend and housemate Leone had recently had her Nintendo DS stolen, so we struck a deal. She would acquire me 1,000 Bidoofs, and in return, I'd buy her a new DS. More recently, Mew could be caught in Pokemon Go by completing the first chain of special research tasks. It can be transferred to Pokemon Let's Go or Pokemon Sword and Shield if a player buys a Pokeball Plus. It has never been easy to get Mew, and it has always maintained a tantalizing allure. For a short while, after the first movie, I went through a phase in which Mew might have been my favorite Pokemon. I had a talking and moving plush, and with its combination of cute and powerful, I imagined my many adventures with Mew by my side. Even to this day, thinking back on those days when Mew was a mystery to be discussed, and I couldn't just go online and find all the facts, makes me very nostalgic for the early days of Pokemon. 
After more than 20 years as a matter of public knowledge, Mew remains mysterious, magical, and wonderful. A template for the concept of mythical Pokémon, and an incredibly hard act to follow. What a perfect Pokémon on which to end both this year and this season of the podcast. Music for Luke Loves Pokémon is by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Mew was designed by Shigeki Morimoto. The podcast is funded and kept on SoundCloud by supporters at patreon.com slash lukelovespkmn. Please support, and for only a dollar a month, you can hear episodes a week early. If you want to get in touch with the show, or to spread the word to other Pokemon fans in your life, find it on Twitter and Facebook, at LukeLovesPKMN. I love Mew. And remember, I love you too.